Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning, and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Thursday, September 1st, 2022. The weather today will be a high of 22 degrees in Edmonton. Awesome. Thank you, Everly. And I am running the show today. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay, we have a call. Uh, hello? Uh, hello, who's this? <laughs> How's my audio, everybody? Pretty good. Yeah? Here, Wayne, okay, from his hotel room in Calgary. Yes, I just want to make sure everybody uh, um, can can tell me how my sound sounds. Is it nice and loud? Is, every, is, is Gabby loud enough? We've never quite done this. Gabby is faint. Okay, so Gabby... Bottom left, there is that uh, microphone thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just turn that up to 13. 13. How's that? Check, check. Uh, how's, is that better? Is that better, is everybody? That better? Ah, see, see, I'm a professor. I know, uh, I know exactly what I'm doing. You are. You know what, Wayne? My heart was racing a little bit when I had to hit, hit go live and mute and sound music. And you I was me. a little nervous. Because you missed me? <laughs> Your heart was racing. I was nervous, but I got it. We did it. Hey, Everly. Mm -hmm. Oh, is she joining in? She's joining in today. Yeah. Well, um, I asked her if she would stay for a few minutes, and um, we have a very special draw to make this morning. <clears throat> that so is I thought true. that maybe before we got into anything else, that we could have Everly assist us in pulling our top fan for okay. August. Okay. What All do you right. say? So we, so for everyone who doesn't know about this, um, every month what we do is we, we, we take the top fan on the Podbean app, on the live app. So you have to be joining in live, okay? You got to join in live. You got to click that heart, okay? Every time you click that heart, it accumulates. And every time you share the show, it gives you hearts. Every time you, uh, every time you call in, it, it gives you hearts. It, there's lots of different ways, but it's, it, the hearts are based off of engagement, and at the end of the month, we take whoever has the most hearts, the top five people. Okay. So the, the top, like the number one person, first place gets five ballots. Second place gets four ballots. Third place gets three ballots. Fourth place gets two ballots. And five, uh, fifth place gets one ballot. And then we're going to take all those ballots, put them into a, <clears throat> a real estate investor dad coffee mug. Um, and we're going to pick one out. And then the winner is going to win two free coaching calls. <laughs> It is in a real estate investor dad mug, isn't it, Everly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, are we ready? You got all you got them all all the names written out and everything? Yeah, I did that yesterday. <coughs> I was wondering, do I have like a what's it say? Kirsten. No way! <laughs> do I have clap? No, I don't know. <laughs> you do, but it sucks. It's like a golf clap. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Thank you, Everly. And you congratulations, Kirsten. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations. Is Kirsten here with us today? I know she's always here with us. Yep, oh, there she, she is. is. Yep. <laughs> okay, so uh, Kirsten, just send us an email at info at reimorningshow.com. Um, and we'll get those uh, coaching calls set up. Awesome. You're leading the show today, huh? You got controls. <laughs> don't expect me to talk this whole time. I don't have like um, control of topics. <clears throat> um, what do you how, mean? Uh, can I ask you, how was the meetup yesterday? Good. I'm very tired. Are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, the meetup was uh, 5.30, 7.30, and then afterwards a bunch of the uh, – REI Masters uh, mentorship group 
went out to get tacos and we were out late and I may have ordered a tequila and I may have had a couple beers. Ooh. <clears throat> and I didn't get enough sleep. <laughs> okay. Um, but it was a good time. The, uh, the meetup was in, uh, our Lake Bonavista flip. And, uh, yeah, I think we had about 30 people show up. There's some pictures, so you can count them later. How many people <laughs> were actually there? Um, yeah, it was really good. They, uh, I, I want to talk about Lake Bonavista cause I didn't get a chance to talk to you yesterday, Gabby, but do you want to maybe do, um, a quick word from our sponsors and then we can get into that story. I would love to, Mr. Hillier. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI Properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right, no sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. So if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash-flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers, or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. Okay, so before I get into this story, um, apparently Matt Cassidy isn't here this morning. So do you think you can uh, scroll down and give him a, uh, time to get out of bed? <laughs> um, oh, you're putting me on the spot here. It's time to get the fuck out of bed. Holy shit. That is loud. <laughs> I've never listened to that through my phone. Everly's giggling. Wow. <laughs> that is really loud. I'm sure if he's not on the show, he he definitely heard that one. <laughs> I will come up. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Lake Bonavista, um, you know, Gabby, that we rescheduled the uh, ceiling scraping and texturing. Yes. Um, for, for various reasons. One, the crew wasn't ready. They had to work on some stuff. And two, uh, we were having people over and we didn't want to have the place a, a giant mess. Um, well, Crystal calls me at like 12 o'clock yesterday, uh, five hours before our, our meetup. And so I got bad news. I'm like, Oh God, like, what happened? I guess the guy ended up, he just showed up and started working. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be there until today. And then he, I guess he showed up on site and talked to the contractor said, do you, Hey, do you guys mind if I start right now? And the guys on site were like, well, we're not ready for you. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I'll start in the bedrooms and you guys finish that stuff. So. Um, yeah, we showed up and, and yeah, he was scraping the ceilings and stuff. So it was a little messy in there, but, but it wasn't too, too bad. Um, it looked like it was like, it looked like Dexter was preparing oh, the kill room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bedroom, the bell, the bedroom definitely looked like the kill room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, cool. That's exciting. So the, so our ceilings being finished today then? Um, they're going to finish scraping today, apparently, and then they should have all the texturing done by the weekend. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, and all the walls seem to be, um, they all got mud on them. Um, so that like all the nail holes and stuff have been touched up. So it's, uh, it's coming along. Very cool. Your new tub is installed. How does it look? Uh, it was covered in poly, but yeah, it looked good. Oh, good. It looked yeah. tall. <laughs> hey, look. What's that? Matt Bordian's awake too. So Matt Bordian's on the show. <laughs> Me and Bab Matt Bordian are in the same hotel. Yes, you are. I was kind of waiting for him to, sorry to, to cut you off there. I was kind of like really hoping that like Matt, you know, since he's not doing a show or anything, you know, maybe he can go down to that, you know, little lounge there with an espresso machine. <laughs> just saying. Room 352, Matt. Room 352. <laughs> Matt's been in since the beginning. He's the one who, him and Ryan were the ones who said I was quiet. Oh, there's room service? Okay. You want to call me room service? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Anyways, uh, yeah. Um, Bonavista was a, was a good uh, meetup last night. Got to meet a bunch of people I've never met before, which is really cool. Awesome. Like a lot of people, actually. Like, um, a lot. A lot of people that I, I, I feel like I know, but I don't, I've never actually met. So, um, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And dinner was obviously good. There was tequila. Oh my God, Gab. 
What? Uh, oh, Matt, Matt, Matt. What was the what was the tacos that we got? It was the uh, it was like slow roasted pork pabil. It was a uh, gab. It was oh, the best taco. Pork, por- no, it was pork belly pabil. My gut, gab. It might just be the best taco I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I had to get, I ordered I ordered seconds. Wow. Yeah. It Kevin, was... Are you jealous? Are you jealous that dad went for tacos without us? Oh man. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. Uh, well, today today we're gonna finish up the show. I'm gonna have a shower and then um, go out for breakfast with a few of the masters and then um, we're gonna head down to Bonavista again. Um, gonna go have about a three-hour conversation. Just gonna walk through the property with the with the contractors there, just to make sure we're on the same page. They got a, a list of questions and stuff, and mm-hmm. and um, we're kind of coming around the corner, like from. Um, did the, did they stay for the meetup yesterday? I thought I saw them in a video. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, no. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to spend this morning just, just having a chat with them, make sure we're on the same page. There were so many holdups from this flip, um, like the, you know, the demo and waiting for the demo crew and then the asbestos, you know, getting that all taken care of. And then, you know, this, this ceiling, um, you know, texturing and stuff like that. So they've been able to get a lot of stuff done. Um, they've had lots of progress, but you know that once the, the ceiling's done, then they can paint. And once the paint's done, everything else falls back in place. You know what I mean? Yeah, for flooring sure. and baseboards and cabinets and stuff. So <clears throat> we're kind of coming around that corner now where it's like prep stages are just about done. And then we just have to have a conversation about, okay, are we doing a feature wall? Are we not doing a feature wall? What's going on here? Um, what tile are you using, et cetera? Yeah. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Yesterday we, uh, we drove around Calgary just to like flooring suppliers and tile suppliers and quartz uh, suppliers and stuff like that. Just, just working on getting those um, those accounts set up. It's, it was a pain in the butt. Yeah. Did you make lots of decisions though? Uh, yeah, more or less. Mostly, <laughs> mostly less. <laughs> Gasp from Everly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, Gab, you remember, it was really hard to like build up those relationships with suppliers in Edmonton. And, yeah, for sure. uh, you walk in there, it's like, you know, here's the two ninety nine price, and in my mind, I'm thinking like, yeah, I know two ninety nine. It's actually two seventy five, uh, and, and if I knew, if I know somebody, it's two fifty. Um, like it's the same. Like I wanted the, the whole reason for me to go out to these suppliers was just to make sure that the the prices were right in line with Edmonton, and they they're all in line with Edmonton, Edmonton, because they all buy it from the same suppliers, right? Yeah, or distributors, wholesalers, whatever. So. Um, just kind of having those conversations and then getting that all set up. And ultimately, like what I've been trying to do in Calgary is trying to find somebody that I know that uses, that has like, you know, yeah, that, has that good gets deals. discount. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how often you, how you get in, you, you name drop and say, well, yeah, these people are getting this, this price for this product. Um, can you do that for me? And yeah. they usually say yes. Cause they want a good referral if they know exactly. you're doing business. Yep. I'm just some schmuck that comes off the street and says, oh, yeah, I'm doing all these fix and flips. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, buddy. You know, I've heard that one before. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're going to bring me lots of business. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So it's it, like you can't prove that to someone, um, especially those, you know, 40-year-old family-owned businesses. They're like, <laughs> they, they've heard it a million times before. Yeah. So like, it's there's no sense in me like, you know, giving them the buddy, buddy, you know, buddy, come on, buddy, you know, routine. It's not even worth it. And it ruins your day. Personally, I'm not a big fan of the whole haggling thing. No, me neither. It's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. It, like it's it's um, sitting there and going buddy buddy for twenty you know to thirty minutes you know to shave off twenty bucks on your bill is is not worth my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd much rather you know just lean on my network and find other people who have already established those relationships, right? And the same thing, like if you guys are looking for you know, suppliers in Edmonton, give me like, shoot me a DM, like, or ask me on the show. I'll tell you who I get, where I go and how much I get it for. I don't mind doing that. Like, it's, it's not like I'm just, um, I'm always asking, asking, asking and not, you know, giving back. Yeah. 
Well, and that's how a lot of our contacts started too. And like, I think of like, even, even the kitchen supplier was a referral um, from a couple investors. And when I went in and said that, they said, oh, okay. Yeah. And we'll give you, we'll give you the same prices that um, we give them. And then when their prices increased, um, they didn't increase them on us. And now they see how much business we've done and they're like, oh, we'll give you free handles. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. Like now they're, they're playing ball with us. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's got to start somewhere. And usually a good referral is a good place to start. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but that's, uh, that's, that sums up my Calgary trip. We'll be leaving at around lunchtime today and heading back and then uh, back to the grind. I, yeah, yesterday was ridiculous. I mean, my phone did not stop buzzing. Um, I literally, I had to keep my phone plugged. I'd, that must have been the reason because I couldn't figure out why my phone was dead all day. It yeah. must have been the notifications, like nonstop. I'm and, and I guess that's what my phone would look like if I didn't answer anything. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. And you were asking me a few questions. I had to like, I had to like stop you. I'm like, yeah, I'm busy. I can't, <laughs> like, I'm, I, I can't answer anything. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, it seems pretty busy. We're like all of our projects. We got a bunch of projects that are all finishing up right now. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Any updates I need to know about at the, at some of the other ones? Uh, no, except um, pictures happened at um, Otwell yesterday. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we had um, Shack and Shine come by in the morning as well as our um, landscaper. So the lawn got mowed, um, the house, the outside of the house and the windows got washed and um, just got like those final things done before the photographer came. And um, yeah, I was in Home Depot trying to pick out um, or trying to research a shower insert for one of our projects. And you called me and you're like, you did a good all well. Check that Shack and Shine did a good job. I was like, okay. I don't so, sound like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that was pretty close. Where are you? What are you doing? Where? But where? No. What Home Depot? Can you get to Otwell? Otwell. <laughs> um, yeah, so I burned up there and the photographer was already there, but I just did a quick run around the house and made sure that everything was good. I didn't go in and like bother her or anything like that. Um because I saw she had like all the lights on and all her stuff set up. So I didn't want to walk in the door and, and mm. a disruption. So I just ran out back, uh, checked the exterior of the house. Everything looked good. So, um, yeah, excited. We should be seeing those today. And uh, did Calvin say that the listing will be live today, this afternoon? Yeah, it was pretty optimistic. Eh? I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be a 24-hour turnaround for the photos, assuming they're all good and everything's perfect and then uh getting that listing up i mean the listing might be kind of prepped with the write-up and everything already so maybe it is that simple it is what he said um well yeah there's no state there's no virtual staging right yeah um yeah it's, so i'm assuming it might be pretty quick but yeah he said we would be live by thursday he sent me the updated comps I saw um, you can still hear me okay right yep okay I'm just trying to order coffee. <laughs> yes, just seeing if uh, uh, who's got who's got Starbucks. Anyways, um, yeah, it's. Uh, um, we also learned that we actually got the uh, the actual measurements of of our outwell flip yesterday too. That was pretty cool. Sorry, what did you say? You got the actual what? Measurements. Um, oh, measurements. Yes. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. So what did we initially, what were we initially told that that property square footage was? Uh, 900 some odd square feet. Yeah. Nine, so under a thousand, which is a, a pretty big no, no, usually means like, don't go there. People want more than a thousand square feet, right? Yeah. No. Um, mostly. It, it, yeah. Well, it's, it's just like, I mean, we can get into a whole conversation about that, but ultimately it's because most buyers, when they're setting up with their realtor search, they, they put a minimum thousand square feet. Yeah. So you don't I mean, end up on a whole lot of researches for people. Yeah. So Liam, Liam just popped in the comments here and said 980. So that's yeah. what we were told, 980 square feet. Um, but we had a great deal and it was a really cool house and it was in a really fantastic neighborhood and we were like, we're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So who, who was it that, was it the photographer that did the measurements? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so when the, the photographer was there, um, they got the measurements, and what did we come in at? Uh, 1,070. 1,070. So we gained 90 square feet? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 90 square feet. Yeah. That makes a huge difference. Um, and we were able to pull from more um, uh, comparable listings as well, yeah. right? Because before we were only pulling from... Um, just under a thousand square feet. So, um, yeah, I think when looking, I think when, I think when looking at, um, like pulling the comparables, I think generally it's like, if you're under a thousand, then the search criteria is under a thousand, but if you're, and then like the next step up is, is basically like under 1200. So you are able to work in, you have like a 200 more square feet to work in for comps, which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And when you walk into that house, it doesn't feel small. It feels like there's so much room. Like it's crazy when we opened up those few, um, like took out the one kind of like closed in side entrance to the, to the single garage and, um, and opened up that kitchen and dining space and then took out that front closet. It was just like, oh, there, like there's a whole bunch more square footage (laughs) and, um, you know, opening up those, those sight lines. And so it never felt small. So it was always kind of shocking that it was under a thousand square feet. And, um, and then having that whole basement area with those big bedrooms and stuff, it's just like, yeah, it's a lot of space in there. Well, if, if we never talked about it, the reason why we thought it was 980 was because this was an off-market uh, property that we purchased. And we purchased this property through a wholesaler. Um, the wholesaler didn't know what the... Oh, sorry, I should not comment. The wholesaler didn't know how much it was, so they asked the seller, and the seller said 980, right? But the reason why we couldn't figure it out was because that seller was the original owner. Um, he inherited that house from his parents. So his parents were the ones that bought it originally brand new. And so it never made it on any, like, how do you, like there's, there's no previous sold listings. And to be honest, it's actually like, I don't know if you noticed this Gabby, but like when we're trying to find the postal code for that property, it's really hard to find. (laughs) It is. So I don't know if like they built the house themselves or something like that and they never finished submitting paperwork or whatever and never made it into the, the city system or whatever. But like finding any information for that property has been extremely difficult. Yeah. But I was able to uh, send those pictures to the seller and uh, he was super happy about that. To see That's his cool. you know childhood yeah. home turned around and yeah, it was, it yeah. was nice. <clears throat> Everly, what do you think about the staging on that house? Did it look pretty good in, in Otwell? Good. It was good, hey? It looks so beautiful. I loved all the stuff that she picked. It just like, it, it's so my style. So I just like, I'm just like, I can't stop looking at the pictures. It is incredible. It kind of gets you excited for uh, for for listing the other properties in a couple of weeks, eh? Totally, yeah. Right, because he, yeah, they're they're just a renovation. Like it just gets it just gets so repetitive and so like I don't know. Like you walk in and you're just like, okay, carpet's in. It's good. Okay, it's good. Yeah. Oh, kitchen's coming along, and then the staging goes in, and it's like it's a whole. It's a beautiful home. Yeah. Like wow. Yeah. And you even you even stop noticing some of the cool features, like that front window in Otwell is incredible. Yeah. But I stopped noticing it after like. I don't know, the first time I walked in there. <laughs> and then now that it's like all decorated and that nice big house plant in front of it. And it's just like, wow. Yeah. So staging yeah. worth it, folks. Um, Taylor asks, uh, have you ever been tempted to move into one of the houses you've flipped? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lo- Loyola. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, well, like, Yeah. Loyola was, I mean, it was in this like sweet little cul-de-sac and it had a great yard and all that kind of stuff. And obviously um, a lot bigger square footage, but honestly, like we love being in Leduc and when Corinthia finished up and we were, because like, yeah, it's, it's, it was right around the corner from Everly's best friend's house. And we were like, it's we had, we had a district. <laughs> we had a serious drink we about that. Serious conversation about it. Um, and of course it looked gorgeous. It looked beautiful. 
Um, but yeah, and then like Otwell, oh my God, like, yeah, if that was in, and, and you know, when you have kids, all of a sudden you stop being willing to just like move wherever and it's about where their friends are and where their school is and all that kind of stuff. So um, although it's tempting, it's like, yeah, we wouldn't. <laughs> we do take a lot of pride in the work we do and we, we love the houses. Um, yeah. But at the same time, yeah. I mean, tempted, but probably not. I mean, the whole reason why we moved to Leduc and like we moved into like back into one of our old rental properties and just like it's kind of like a temporary thing until we try to figure out what we want to do long term, where we want to be. And um, one of the big reasons why was because the school is just right there. Like we're we're steps from, you know, our kids school. All of our friends live in the neighborhood and they can all walk to each other's houses. It's like that was a that was an issue that we had in Edmonton in one of those more mature neighborhoods like the, the school wasn't anywhere close. She couldn't walk home with her friends. She couldn't walk to her friend's house. So I uh, mean, we, we sacrificed, um, you know, a little bit of luxury just to make sure that the kid had a good, like a good upbringing and was able to spend more time with friends. So and we found that to be more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, Taylor, it is tempting. <laughs> yeah. um, upcoming events. Yeah, uh, September 18th, we have a flip meetup in Edmonton at our Twaddle Place flip. Um, so uh, Matt Bordian, Taylor, yourself, and myself will all be there hosting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a Sunday, I do believe, and it'll be from 2 to 5 p.m. Yep. So if you want to, uh, what are you rummaging through over there, Mr. Hillier? What? What did I do? I don't know. You're making a lot of noise. Oh, I was scratching my head. You can hear that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounded like you were going through a plastic bag. Like, no, just like. Searching for your delivered coffee. Just trying to stay awake <laughs> without my coffee. <laughs> no, just like scratching my head. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, if you if you want to register for the, uh, yeah, Josh says Barry's Chips. <laughs> well, now I know what Barry's <laughs> Chips is all about. It's probably just Barry just like scratching his head. You can hear that? <laughs> Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So if you want to register for the flip meetup, it is free, but you do need to register. So we know how many people to expect. Um, You can head over to our Facebook page, the, uh, our group, the real estate investing masters uh, free group. And the link is pinned to the top of the page. So you can register there and get your ticket. And yeah, September 18th, 2 to 5 p.m. in Edmonton at our Twaddle Place flip. Right on, right on. Awesome. And um, then I, do I heard, believe I heard, it's heard, the, oh. right, right. Go ahead. I heard Nathan and Emily are going to be coming to Edmonton for that. No way. That's awesome. Yeah, they're going to be coming down for it. Very cool. Um, September 24th. Is that the date? Oh, agreement for sale focus workshop. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, in Edmonton as well. So Barry McGuire's uh, Agreement for Sale Workshop is on the 24th of September in Edmonton. I'm very excited about that. Anything you want to say about it? It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> I, I it, well, if you don't know what an Agreement for Sale is, um, go hop onto iTunes and type in Agreement for Sale and you'll find a bunch of podcasts that I've done and talked about it and that'll explain it. It's a seller financing strategy. It's how Gabby and I built our portfolio. It's like my favorite strategy. And it doesn't matter how many times I've been to those, um, those workshops and courses with Barry McGuire, I still learn something every single time I've been there. I lost count how many I've been to now. And I, I still learn something every single time. And like the other focus team leaders as well, they're always learning stuff. There's always new cool ways that people, you know, take the strategy and they kind of reconfigure it and they make it into something great or they help someone out of a really bad situation. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I I don't think that there's any better way um, to be successful in business. Um, I don't think there's a better way than like being able to, to, to make money and also help people at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody thinks that like business is all about taking advantage of other people. Like someone wins, someone loses. That's capitalism. You know what I mean? Look it up in Oxford Dictionary. But it's my belief that, you know, it can, you can create a business where you can, it can be win-win and you can help people and also make money. So that's what Agreement for Sale is all about if you do it right. Uh, That's why I love it. For sure. Is that Uh, the, 
not the last of our Alchemian events. Uh, there's lots more, but let's just stick with that for now. Okie dokie. Yeah. Um, can, can I, uh, put a question up here? Yeah, you betcha. Okay. Um, Patrick says, morning guys, question for you. What made you focus on fix and flips opposed to fix and rent? I'm finishing up my first unit and we are thinking of renting, but I'm also thinking a flip might be good. Depends on the property. I mean, for, for you, I'd say who's the question from uh, Patrick D but before it depends on the property, I'd say that the intention is set on what your plan is, what you're trying to accomplish through real estate investing. Right. Yeah. But you already got the property. You're you're doing stuff. Now it depends on the property, right? I I don't think you should buy a property unless you have a plan personally. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I, I ran, I don't know if I should say this or not, but I ran into someone at the meetup last night and um, they said that they, they bought three properties this month. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm um, like, what's your exit strategy? They're like, oh yeah, we got lots. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, we, 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 yeah, well, we got lots of exit strategies. Like that is the most reckless thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> You're just going to buy properties and just try and figure it out. Um, yeah, it was a little, it was a little frustrating to listen to that conversation, but no, I mean, I, the reason why we're focusing on this is because we're building our fix and flip business. Um, I, I don't, I don't like doing one-off deals anymore. I mean, we, we, you know, one deal at a time when we were getting started out just to kind of get started, buy a property, you know, fix it up, you know, refinance it, turn it into a rental, like the whole birthing. thing. We did a lot of that, but, um, no, it's, we, we have all the rental properties that we want now. And now it's just a matter of getting our fix and flip business up and running and automated so that, you know, it doesn't take much of our energy and it's a good income source. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it, then there's the other side of it. It depends on the property too. Like you have to have a really ridiculous spread in order to be able to get a, a good burr. Um, and uh, that doesn't work for every property. Um, <clears throat> Pete, Pete repeat came out of the, um, out of the bushes and put a comment in here. <laughs> we'll work on that. <laughs> uh, Pete, we love you and we tease you all the time. I don't know why he's, it just comes naturally. Well, Cause he, I'm sorry, but he like, he joined the, the, you know, the show, the under show for so long under an alias and then like <laughs> nobody knew who he was and then he just randomly came out to one of our cabin retreats once and like who is this guy what's your real name <laughs> <laughs> um but it was just it's just a landscaping question um who okay. do you use for landscaping and uh and pete i wish i had a good answer for you but I, i'm not too pleased with my landscaper so um ask Ask, um, I know you're asking here and I see that nobody's answered you. So Edmonton folks in who are live on Podbean right now, um, help our boy Pete out and tell him who you're using for landscaping. Or, and, go um, ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Or entrepreneurs that are listening, listen up. Do you hear that? Opportunity. Do, do you hear that? <laughs> A city of a city of how many investors like this? There's a lot of investors in Edmonton. It's a very big community and no one has any good recommendations for a landscaper that there is an opportunity to create a business. Yeah. And I mean, there it's there's. I'm sure that lots of people have decent landscapers, but um, I just personally am going through needing somebody else <laughs> for like those really big cleanups, like getting, getting the lawn cut is no problem. Um, but the, it's those like really big overgrown cleanups, like the major overhauls that um, it's good to have somebody who is reliable and who will show that's, up when you need That's <laughs> the magic word of the day. Yeah. Reliability. Yeah, that's what you need. And when you call, someone answers and, and they, they get there in a timely manner and they treat you with respect. Um, or they say they're going to do something and they actually do it. Right. And, um, I'm not going to recommend, and Gabby won't recommend anyone if they don't meet that minimum criteria. 
Um, so I did pop a, a name into the um, chat there under my alias of Wayne Hillier. <laughs> and um, I've, they, they, they came recommended when I put a post out on social media asking for a landscaper. I used them for a weed cleanup um, at one of our flips that was uh, on the market. And I just needed somebody to come in and do a quick cleanup to keep things looking good. They did fantastic work, were lovely to deal with, uh, reasonably priced. And then um, also uh, someone in Calgary who was doing a flip here in Edmonton decided to try them out as well for a major overhaul. And they said they did a fantastic job. Um, I asked how much they paid and it was very reasonable uh, cool. for what I've, I've experienced getting those big massive cleanups done. So um, you can give them a try as well. Tell them I right sent on. you though. Yeah. Because I would like to get fantastic pricing when they see what I can bring them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oops. Almost kicked over the garbage can. Um, I'm curious, like landscaping is such a broad term. I mean, are we talking about like mowing lawns uh, on a regular? Are we talking about like trimming, doing like a yard cleanup and trimming bushes? Or are we talking about like... Um, uh, seeding or sodding you know um or yard design yard design putting um, in walkways and flower beds that's what i found too like some landscapers we have like oh yeah we do this oh yeah we don't do this um it's just that's such a broad term mm -hmm. and then like who do you call for grading yeah normally a landscaping company but you call that landscaping company and they're like oh yeah we don't cut lawns so it's it's um landscaping grading that kind of stuff has been very difficult for us um, trying to find a consistent person that that charges well and like a decent price and as well is, is reliable um, so if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to um, take advantage of a great opportunity in Edmonton area there it is so you got my business <laughs> awesome um, I was going to ask you something. Oh, I remember what I was going to ask you. I made this note yesterday, but uh, we never got around to it. Um, there were quite a few people. Um, I don't even remember how it all came up. Something on social media. Someone asked about your real estate investor um, women's mastermind. And the second you commented about it, instantly you got like flooded with people like, I'm interested, I'm interested, I'm interested. So... What's the word on that? I know that you've got a mastermind group that might quote unquote be ending in October and you might be opening it. Are you opening up another one? People have been asking me. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, we, we've only had a very brief conversation about it. And, and that's the thing is that um, with where we are in um, our business, all of these things need to be conscious decisions that we make. Not yeah. just willy nilly, like oh, people want a group, I'll make a group. Um, you know, we have a we have a lot going on, so everything needs to be carefully calculated for um, for time and commitment and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But that being said, like, and as I said in I think the post that might have uh, started all of this chatter was that that's like the part of the business that fills me up, that gives me purpose, that makes me feel like I'm making a difference and doing good and gives me the warm fuzzies. You know what yeah. I mean? Like not a lot of people get that in, in what they do in their business and stuff. And for me, that is so major because as you all know, my beginnings in real estate investing were being drugged through the mud by Wayne saying, no, we're doing this. Come on, get on board. <laughs> Well, I was kicking and screaming saying, I don't want to. So, you know, not literally, but that's what it felt like most of the time. Right. And so to have reached a point where I could find purpose in it and um, feel like I was giving back and doing something good and that, and also just something that I'm passionate about. Like I am passionate about um, women, about um, women having a place about women being able to um, to heal and grow and find their own purpose 
and to take action and to show people that, um, well, I wouldn't say show people because it's for themselves, not anybody else, but I like to show those women that they can have whatever they want and do whatever they want and be successful in whatever they want. So to me, it's just, it's a, a really special and important piece of, of what we do. So would I love to open up another group? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Wayne, let's um, have another conversation about that and not let that uh, go dead. Okay. Yeah. Well, and- you know me, babe, like when, when I make a decision, it's, it's final. <laughs> we implemented that afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, and- I don't think about that. I don't, oh, maybe let's say no. Well, and the reason I, uh, the reason I kind of wind, wound, wound, wound them down. I think that's the correct term. Wounded, is- winded. <laughs> Um, is because we, well, in the midst of getting all of the flip business up and running, but also the master's mentorship program. So when we look at, um, at time commitment and, uh, (laughs) burning the candle from both ends, um, I needed to just like, I needed to pull it back a little bit and make sure that I had my own time and family time and, and, um, all that kind of stuff as well. So we thought, okay, while we get this other stuff up and running, I'll just put a halt on it. And then once everything kind of settles into where it should be, then I can reevaluate. So I guess this is us reevaluating. For sure. Yeah. I, um, I think I, when I, when I think about the, the, the women's uh, real estate investing masterminds, it's, it's like, sometimes it's difficult. Like I, I'm, I'm not involved obviously, um, but I'm in the same house. So like I walk by and I, I make a tea or I walk by and I grab some water or something like that. And just the way that Gabby speaks is so different than the way that I speak. And sometimes like, I'm not supposed to be listening, but I hear Gabby. I don't hear anyone else. I hear Gabby speaking. I'm like, no, fuck that shit. I, I just want to stand over there. I want to go over there. I'm like, no, you go do it right now. But like Gabby's approach is significantly different than mine. Now we both see eye to eye on that, like on the target and the outcome and getting there. But Gabby has a different way of getting there. And I don't always resonate with everyone. My approach does not work with everyone. And that's, and that's, that's female and male. So I find that um, without going too far into masculine and feminine, uh, you know, I find that um, a majority of women have a hard time connecting with me because Mm -hmm. their approach is different and their women are built different. And I've always really struggled with that. I've always really struggled with um, ambitious women and how to coach them properly. It's something that I need to work on. I'm not afraid to say that, you know, because my way of doing it doesn't necessarily, you know, uh, people don't like it. It doesn't, it doesn't connect with them. So the, the women's masterminds, it's Gabby has like a a significantly different way of approaching it. And I, the amount of success that I've seen coming from those groups, um, me personally, it's like, it shocks me because I'm like, how did they get to that from that? But you know, you've done a lot of work in that you've done a lot of research and, and a whole lot of growth on your own. And, and, um, I, I, it, it, it makes me happy and proud to see. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I know how much it means to you as well. And like, I, you know, I, we can tell when, when it's mastermind week and when it's not mastermind week. So the masterminds would be on one week and then she'd have the other week where there'd be no masterminds. And it's like master on off weeks. It's like, Gabby's just like not in her best place. Not like, not in your best place, but like I can tell cause there's no music playing. There's like, you know what I mean? Like Gabby's in work mode. It's almost like you're like extremely masculine on off weeks. Yeah. And then on, on mastermind weeks, like you're almost floating. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's that community. It's that female community that just, it, it lights me up and, and, as you've been saying, like it's the masculine and the feminine. And I feel like that's why us women need more women in our lives is because, you know, like, um, and you know, males and females all possess and need, need both masculine and feminine energy, but men typically, well, I think, um, our society typically stays in masculine energy far more than we ever you know, enjoy the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. And so 
for women who it's a little more important to spend a little bit more time in the feminine, but we're in this go, go, go world, um, trying to be girl bosses and have it all and um, moms and owner businesses and um, have these like busy, crazy schedules and, you know, just constantly task driven and just, you know, never being able to relax. Um, when you get into a group of women who are all on the same wavelength and all trying to accomplish similar things and all experiencing similar struggles, it's just this beautiful thing to hear a group of women all say, hey, we've all been there. This is okay. It'll pass. Have you tried this? What about this? Make sure you make time for yourself. What have you done for yourself lately? Like, we as women need that. Yeah. Like we need that. And so, yes, those weeks are beautiful. When, you know, you've, when you know that you've made a difference for a woman, but then when you've also been in the presence of that energy, yeah. um, there's nothing quite like it. And would you say it's good for your relationship as well? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, uh, I, I, I'm tiptoeing, you can tell, because like this, this area is, is very, very foreign for me. I, I know how it feels, but I can't put it into words. And that's, that's the difficulty. But um, when you are in your best place, you know what I mean? Where, where, where you can express yourself as a more feminine woman, not to say that like, you know, every woman has to be feminine, like some, it, it, like it's, it's whoever you are. But I find that when you're in your peak and in, in, in you're, you're in your right wavelengths, you know what I mean? Where you should be, where, you, where you're mm -hmm. the right frequency, you know, you're your best and you're happy and you're fulfilled and you're floating and it's loving. Whereas, you know, sometimes you're kind of forced into the masculine, but a little too far. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. okay to be masculine. It, like, like you said, the boss, the boss lady and stuff like that. But like, if that's not like where your where your where your frequency is, you're going to be a little off, and everything's going to be a little off in your life, and your decisions, the way you react, your relationship, your marriage, and everything else. Yeah. And um, and and guys, from a guy's perspective, we're like, we're just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what does all of this mean? Can we not just do this? And it's just we just don't get it. I still don't get it. I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what, 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 well, what, my God, if men understood how masculine and feminine energy worked and how they could actually help um, women be in their feminine energy more, like your, your worlds would change men <laughs> because it's little things that you can do that, that would, that would change that. But I mean, like, I'm not here to, to give a course on it. Like, go do some research. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Masculine energy is, like I said, it's very, very task driven, very get things accomplished and meet the next goal and, and like very, very structured. And often we need to, and this is what I tell my women, is that it's better if we can schedule time in the masculine. So give yourself time slots where you're going to get this to-do list done, or you're going to schedule in that you're going to clean the house or fold the laundry tasks, schedule that time in because when that to-do list is all checked off or when your house is clean and your laundry is folded, we have space where we can breathe. Yeah. We can take a big deep breath of air in and let that big deep breath of air out and feel relaxed and feel creative and feel loving and feel like we have energy to give to our kids and our husbands and our friends. And it just puts us in a, in a better state. And if we can be in that better state, then all that creativity flows. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, and like, that's what I struggle with is um, I've always labeled myself as a really hard worker and I love a good to-do list. It keeps me organized. It's, it's that masculine energy. It's that organization and structure. Um, but I often just get caught up in the chaos of it and there's always things to add to it. And so I often just get stuck there in this never ending to-do list. And it's so big that I don't have time to clean the house. I don't have time to fold the laundry. 
And I'm just constantly like operate, like vibrating in this, like in this energy that's not good for anybody. (laughs) It's not good for me. It's not good for you guys as my family. Um, And yeah, so it's, it's just like, if you understand that and you understand ways where you can put yourself in the feminine energy, um, your life changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one thing I've noticed and I haven't talked to you about it much, but um, that's something that, again, I'm not afraid to be vulnerable. That's something that we're lacking in the master's mentorship program. Um, because I find that like everyone who comes into it, they're, they're making a big investment into themselves. Right. And they want results. You know what I mean? Hey, no, I don't want to talk about any of that stuff. I want to know how to do this. How do I accomplish this? How do I find this? It's all very like task related. It's very, I don't know, hard. You know what I mean? And sometimes I just wish that you could just take the mic. You know what I mean? And you could just speak for an hour because I feel like a a lot more people would, would get a lot more value from that. But I find, again, like, and not speaking of anyone specifically in the group, I think just the group as a general, uh, in general, is is very, like, it's all, it's like, we need to get this done. This is why I'm doing it. Um, that's something we should address. I think that's something that we should try and put more energy into. I hope that, I hope that the, the group is receptive to that. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know what I mean? Because sometimes it's really hard just to be like, okay, today we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about masculine and feminine energy. And they're like... <laughs> I did not fucking pay 10 grand for this shit. <laughs> I want, I want you to show me how to get a joint venture partner. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, there's a lot more to it. Yeah. Cause you know, I, I've, I've seen so many like excluding our, our program, any other program, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's lots of other programs out there for the last two decades. And I see so many people investing tens of thousands of dollars into themselves and never reaching success. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's because they're just so focused on like, teach me how to do it, right? But they don't got their own shit figured out. Yeah. Well, and ultimately that's what it comes down to is like figuring your own shit out is top priority. You could like success doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean anything if you don't have your own shit figured out. And that's, that's not just like your situation. Like having your shit figured out doesn't mean like, oh, I own a home and I drive a nice car and like, that's not your shit. Your shit is like the inside. It's like those deep, dark spaces that you don't admit exist that keep you from like that hold you back from accomplishing anything. Yeah. You need to figure your deep, dark shit out before you can really take action and make a meaningful life. You got to understand yourself and know how to know how yourself, like know how you work and how you operate. Yeah. Then, then, then when you, when things start to present themselves that, you know, you weren't expecting like emotions or feelings or, or confrontations and stuff like that, you know how to handle it because you know who you are and how you operate. Right. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just curling up in a ball or overreacting and saying something stupid. And you're like, why did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause you just don't get your shit figured out. Yeah. Right. So Absolutely. I think today was a lovely show. Um, I, because of just the circumstances of where I am and everything else, I think we should, I think that's a really good spot to uh, end today's show. Um, we talked about upcoming events. Today is Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Do we have anything going on this weekend? It's a long weekend. Is it a long weekend? Yep. Monday's a holiday. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Well, um, so there's no show on Monday is what you're saying. Correct. But there is a show tomorrow. There is a show tomorrow. And I guess that's where we'll see you guys. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 